0: Welcome to Viviscape's Custom Made, where we discuss how tech is applied to the real world. I'm Art, and this is Katie, and Hi. we're your host for today's show. The first thing I really like to clear up is there's there's two different things that we do as a company. Uh, number one, we really try to make sure we understand our customers' problems um, and try to understand how, um, and try to understand what needs to be made for them. Uh, A lot of the times, um, you can't just go and buy a piece of software and expect it to just work 100% perfect for your company. And that's where we come in, where we have to kind of analyze what they are trying to accomplish, uh, establish goals, And then kind of paint the picture to help them visualize their idea. So um, as a also a visual effects house, a lot of the time, a lot of people don't really understand what that actually means. So, Katie, uh, what is what do you think the first thing that pops up in your head when you think of visual effects or VFX?
1: Um, well, some people think either left brain or right brain for some of it. Unfortunately, it's not just creativity. Um, you also have the parts where, you know, there is some um, tech involved um, and potentially coding involved, um, depending on what your title is and your job and uh, choices that you took in this broad sense of the word. Um, so, for us, basically, visual effects. What we do in Above uh, Escape as well is. We can go out, make commercial videos, educational videos, stuff like this. It can be um, anything for what your company desires. Uh, we can also just take like screenshots, drone footages. We can make effects for any video that you uh, supply us. We could go out and actually do the production for you. We have all of the assets and technology and equipment at our disposal. Could we do a Marvel video? Possibly, you know, but we'd have to outsource some of the people from, you know, some of the studios themselves well, that actually have, to have their hands on it. Bring some actors in, right? <laughs> and, and actors, uh, could could we do some like voice acting? Sure, we got you got the equipment for that. Um, could we do sound effects and stuff like that on our end? Oh yeah, definitely. So when people think visual effects studios, they're like, some people know CGI, you know, computer generated imagery like Pixar, stuff like that, Um, or they think movies. Well, yeah, anything that you do, a production or commercial or even just um, a document uh, for your videos, all of that is produced the same way. It's just how much in the package do you want?
0: So is that like also um, just kind of uh, looking at it from a developer's perspective is that like animations and like motion graphics and stuff like that is that considered visual effects
1: oh yeah it's the same thing so like uh the misconception is that there's so many terms in dictionary in the y's that mean the same thing but vfx is basically the main genre term of the types of jobs
0: so probably most people um Probably look at it as like maybe animations or the visual uh, effects when you go to, when you watch a movie and you just see like something really cool happen in the background, um, like CG. Uh, I think people kind of know what CG is uh, for the most part. Um, How it's done, maybe they don't really understand that, but they know that a computer did that. You know, that was something was done, added by a computer of some sort.
1: Oh, definitely, most films these days um, are not edited without something being masked or changed. Um, it's not like the old black and white films, silent films, where you know things can be hidden easily. So, with the cameras that they have now, um, or we have, uh, you see way more detail. And in order to portray some things or change the way the mood or the feel of the video, um, that's where visual effects comes in, because that's the job to um, tell that story in the way that the director, producer, or client needs it to be portrayed as.
0: Yeah. So, so mainly, um, if you really were to look at all of this, uh, between, um, here at Viviscape, uh, we're in the business of creating content and also, uh, creating software as well. Um, and what that means is a lot of the time that we found that, um, A lot of our customers either need like a website or a mobile app or, um, you know, something custom to drive something internally within their business. Uh, But what we've noticed is outside of all that, there's the second piece and that's content. So uh, the content meaning when I relate to like content, I'm talking about videos, uh, uh, whether it's articles, writing scripts, um, you know, you name it, if they need infographics or stuff to really convey their, um, marketing campaigns or just something internally, uh, whether it's a document to, uh, for a questionnaire or something they want it to look pretty, you know, like, and be really presentable and friendly to, uh, their, their, their customer or audiences. Um, so, um, here at Viviscape, we kind of do a wide range of, of content creation and development. I mean, that's the, really everything in a nutshell of what we do. So across this series, um, we really want to go and talk about um, how things are made um, on our, from our perspective, um, dealing with custom development and content creation. Um, just to really dumb it down and make it simplify and demystify a lot of the terms that you'll hear out there, especially when you're working with, whether it's with us or another agency that produces content or development. Actually knowing the difference and knowing what you're looking for can really uh, affect uh, how your project or um, your objectives get met in a uh, appropriate amount of time by just understanding what your needs are. Um, so, so Katie, um, what do you what do you think? Um, one of the the largest challenges that um, a lot of our customers have um, when especially interacting with an agency if they've never worked with an agency before.
1: Well, um, we we are uh, an odd duck, in my opinion, because what we did is we took two elements that uh, most people can't operate simultaneously and put them together because they're supposed to work with each other. Um, and what people don't realize is when they go out to either a software company or, or um visual effects studio is that you get one or the other. The rest of it doesn't work with each other. So you might be working with two different companies and you are kind of like the in-between person unless those companies work well together or they have like a partnership um you really you really can get stuck and then your job can get lost and then that takes more money out of your pocket just to convey uh what you really wanted Uh, because if you don't have a company that is able to work with back and forth with your software or back and forth with the visual effects because the who is telling like example like if you have a website and someone says hey you know what I want to recustomize our website. They go to a website developer company. They say I want this, this, this. Well, they're either probably going to use stock footage, or they're like, well, hey, get what you need, and then they get what they need from the visual effects studio, or you know, the film studio, or, or whoever they're using, and um, then they pay them off. And they got their stuff. Then they give it to the software people. Oh, hey, we can't use these files. Hmm.
0: So would you would you say like uh, a lot of these other places, or let's say uh, uh, web development companies, um, most of them are going to either uh, work with stock footage, uh, meaning photography or video, or they're going to work with another agency that the customer really may not even know about. They're just producing the content,
1: right? They will. And um, the negative to that is is that um, you really don't have as much control or handle from a client per, uh, standpoint. And um, if, if you want to have more hands-on, you really need to find, you know, those uh, diamonds in the rough kind of like companies like us. I'm not saying like we're, we're the, the best, the cream of the crop, but, you know, people really need to actually research or find out um, on spot. Don't, don't be afraid to ask questions about these companies. Hey, I really want to have more custom on this. Um, what do you guys offer? You know, stuff like that. Um, you're not going to get burned by asking too many questions because they're going to understand that you actually really care. And either they're like, Hey, you know what? I'm actually understanding where you want to go with this. And, and that company might say, we just can't provide that, um, that, that, um, we can't produce that stuff for you. So, um,
0: or they'll say that they can do it. It's just, they'll hire it out anyway. And right.
1: They might not tell you that. Yeah.
0: and, And you know, one of the things that's bad about that is, um, I think it really depends on who you're working with. Make sure the person that you're talking to, you know, for sure they know what they're talking about. Um, because a lot of the time, if you find someone that's always giving you, Oh yes, 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 yes. We can do that. Yes. Yes. And not ever give you any feedback. Um, Sometimes that could be a red flag, um, but if they say, yes, I can do that and maybe give you some options, you know, that's something you want to know. Even if you don't really care about how it comes together, you should know that they have a strategy of how they go about doing it. Um, and, you know, one of the good things is uh, some of the questions typically that we usually uh For a customer that really knows what they're looking for, they'll ask you, hey, what type of programming languages are you using? I know for most, it probably doesn't care. They don't care, but they're curious to see what you're using um, because they know for a fact that um, if you're working with a company that is developing or creating um, content for you that um, you cannot have modified later, uh, that could be a problem so so those are those are just some some minor things and uh really uh a company that emphasizes planning um I can really emphasize that any more than than was possibly uh conveyed right now is working with a company that takes planning seriously um and when I say planning, meaning I know that um A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of times where there's rush orders and there's customers that are like, hey, I need something fast, da, 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 da. But a lot of the time, um, if you don't know, if you didn't plan or really communicate, that's the other part, communication. If you didn't communicate exactly what your needs are, you can end up getting something that is not what you're looking for. And, you know, that's not a hit on the company. That you're working with is just one of the things that it's imperative that you have communication and a solid plan and an understanding of what your goals are and what you're trying to meet.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And and I would like to point out that, you know, most people probably thinking, oh, yeah, you you have both of them in the the house. Um, You know, how does that, you know, work with handling each side of the projects? I mean, do they follow similar procedures for getting the projects done? And they don't. So when people like think, oh well, I already got this from your company, and I know how it, it it goes, and I know what to expect. Well, and then now I want to have like a film or something, um, you know, that I can put on TV for a commercial, or whatever, or an ad. And I mean, even though they work together, doesn't mean that it's it's um, done the same way uh, for who you work with, the communication, and the how much you have to prepare for either one? Uh, when did you say that? Yeah, it's
0: like when you're when you're dealing with like deliverables in general. Um, like you have to know what your deliverable is going to be. Um, and I say this all the time is like always look at working backwards. Mm-hmm. I always say, hey, what do you want this to be at the end of the day? Like, what do you want to see? If a lot of the time you don't know what that is, then we need to plan a little bit more. We need to do a little bit more discovery. We need to explore what your options are and present those to you. And that's why it's important to uh, do a lot of uh, the planning and storyboarding and kind of really understand what the goals are uh, to come to that end product, what that delivery uh, product is. Um, And um, if you don't do that, a lot of the time you can run into really drawn out projects where you spend a lot of money. Restarting and reevaluating, going over and over again. Um, so you know, depending on what, whatever type of deliverable it is, or whatever the outcome you're looking for, uh, a lot of the time, even before you engage with a company, you need a, to identify that. That is very. That's a very important part of understanding what you want um, when you're working with um, an agency. Um, even if you're going out and you say like, "Hey." You know, you have a super tight budget and, you know, you think, say, you're not your budget doesn't fit the needs of like a high powered agency and you don't have the, the funds for that. Just having a solid plan of what your objectives are, like just knowing what your what you expect to have. You may be surprised that you still can go to an agency and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for you know, what would this cost for me to produce this? Um, you'd be surprised how, what an agency can do with a solid plan or just knowing what the objectives are.
1: Definitely. There's definitely a big difference between <clears throat> a smaller budget um, project than it is for an agency like us uh, for a um, budget that does like a premier option. I mean, we, we, we don't um, go out and give you, you know, the 5 cents we give you like the whole whole story whole $25 um so it definitely um worth worth the money
0: right so i mean it just depends if you know there's a lot of really good tools out there as well um so a lot of the time you're going to be uh looking at what what your budget is versus how much time you have Um, and, you know, as we go through some of our other series, we're going to talk about some of, you know, some of the benefits and we're going to talk about some tools, some things that you can use yourself. Like, it's not always about working with an agency. It's also about like, Hey, what are some things that you can do, um, yourself, uh, that may save you some time and money? Uh, we want to, we really want to express some of those things because there's a lot of tools out there that can help you elevate your your marketing game and also um, increase your productivity internally. Um, So um, we wanna talk about some of those applications and how how you use them potentially, like how do you put them into your marketing strategy or your operations strategy? Um, And everything's about building systems. So whether it's internal, there's always gonna be a system for operating your business there's gonna be a system for marketing. You're always gonna have, you're you're just in the cycle of building systems. So we wanna definitely talk about like what are some of the applications and what type of team members or, or skills are necessary to produce some of the content um, that you're looking to be able to create.
1: Now, I do know um, that uh, even though we are, both of them put together, you know, software and the visual effects, um, Would you say we have tons of limitations or as a company or what do you think our uh, main focus is just so the audience understands
0: well our main focus is um at the title of the show is we we really focus on building custom applications okay so um just as uh one thing that you won't see from us is if a customer wants us to build a Wix website or WordPress website or Shopify website, we don't do that. We don't build, work with um, like website builders and managing those type of applications. We build custom applications uh, typically from the ground up. Um, Now, that being said, uh, we do have uh, some other software applications that help complement that process, but Like everything that we make is uh, is custom made. It's handmade, you know. So anything that you get from us, you know that we can maintain it. We can modify it. We augment it to fit the need of what you're looking for. So um, when and that's from software to content. So if it's video or if it's motion graphics, if it's infographics, if it's logos, if it's, you know, anything you can name of, like we're going to hand make it. We have all the recipes and the skill sets to produce those.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, I love it. I mean, you know, and then especially. And that's I mean, not just bias. Talk, it's just
0: saying, no, you know, what I mean, well, It's I not mean, being you know, biased. Yeah. You know? Coming,
1: coming <laughs> from a person who's like worked in uh, graphic design industry, personally, um, I, uh, you can't find another company that doesn't like have their um, coworkers in a. Boxed area. I'm not boxed, so therefore my my uh, creativityness just flows and oozes out of my brain all the time. So it's not like my you know I'm I'm stuck in one focus, which is really nice. Um, we're able and we're able to help uh, clients uh, really get interesting in new modern stuff if they want modern or even conservative. Um, it just, it, the possibilities are, are endless.
0: Well, and we have cross-functional teams. So, oh, yeah, definitely. so, I mean, you, you may have a 3d designer working with a web developer or, you know, or a video editor or, you know, so there's always a, a multi, uh, tier level of thinking. So we know that there's, uh, like our team members are rock stars in certain areas, but mm-hmm the the largest part of that is being able to communicate with one another and helping to convey what the customer's uh idea is. So what we what we enjoy doing is like just really understanding uh a specific customer's needs. So they have an idea and then we have to say, okay, who needs to be a part of this team to make this idea come to life. And and sometimes like really um The visualization, um, like so like a lot of people think like the designer is just skinning the app, but that's not true. The designer is a part of the whole user experience, too. So the designers are usually involved from the beginning when they're planning out what the idea is supposed to look like and how it's supposed to work and if it's going to make sense and a lot of what we do is beyond tech. Sometimes it really deals with common sense and and understanding, um, like like just really human behavior and how a person is going to interpret an experience that we create for
1: others. Oh, definitely, we have to make everything user friendly. <clears throat> Even the videos we make. I mean, um, we have a pretty uh, set. Um, way of giving it to the client. So that that way they can review it, make comments on it. Um, So that way the process in itself isn't horrible and stressful. Um, Because when you have like a client that's very stressed out, they're more than likely not to actually focus and give you feedback back. And if so, it's not going to be very positive.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get progress. I mean, and and that's um, one of the things that like, and just to say, hey, we're not perfect. We're always, you know, humans aren't perfect and we're always figuring each other out and understanding what's the best method uh, to communicate with one another. Um, like we, we are even internally, we're still sometimes getting that down, uh, just trying to understand what one person is thinking versus the other. And, you know, and I think it's it's one of those things where we, we actually take the time and the effort to understand what the client needs are. And try to help provide the best medium for them to communicate with us. And that's, I think, like about 98% of everything that we do is pretty much just communication, really just, yeah. just communication. And yeah. with, yeah, without that, you're kind of like lost, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. And then uh, you uh, wasted your clients' money, basically.
0: Right. And clients like that. Do-
1: <laughs> no, clients do not like that, um, especially when, like, you're, like, the Holy Grail or the last option. And, you know, if you were to, like, throw them in the mud, I mean, you know, who does that? I well, and, that.
0: And, and a lot of you, uh, like, especially if your business is listening right now and you've worked with other companies before, um, it's kind of interesting. A lot of the time we we get new customers that have already been burned. They come in and they've already They so they have their defense up and they're already ready for you to do what this other company may have done or whatnot and
1: eggshells, tons of eggshells
0: and you know and there's always and one of the things that I find that's interesting too and I don't mind talking about this straight in the beginning is hey what is your idea and what is your budget like seriously you have to be realistic so a lot of the time. We have to know what that is, uh, because I mean, we're gonna we're gonna really help guide you to give you the right options to fit your needs, and Definitely. that's that's not even just what you want as well; it's also what you can afford to create. To
1: And have the that the the client thinks that they what that affords actually, they it might be even something even like up above that and tier level of what that actually affords, and then then they're like, whoa, I didn't know the possibility for that much. You know, right. I could have done this too. I could have
0: gotten a lot more for my money. Like, correct. You, so, like, so it's not always about spending a ton of money and correct. saying like, whoa, yeah, you got to watch your budget. It's more so uh, evaluating which what you want and making sure we put the right package together that suits the needs of what your goals are. for. Um, and, and sometimes it's not just a project. It may just be something that uh, you want to create, you know, like, cause it may, like, we don't just do marketing. It's not just all about marketing. It's sometimes we also build applications for uh, our customers to resell. So we may be building a platform for them. So we're actually a a team member. We're an extension of their company. We're we're their content creation and software engineering departments of their company. Like they're they're inheriting a ton of skill sets that um, their company may not have. So a a quick example would be uh, we worked with uh, a a genetics company. Yeah. Genetics companies, they don't typically have software engineers, you know, they focus on genetics, you know, Um, so. I mean, realistically, you wouldn't expect, I mean, they can go and hire a bunch of software developers and designers and content creators and all of that. But one of the things that um, what a lot of these, uh, especially larger companies that maybe focus specifically in an industry, they have identified that that's not what they do. They don't make software. They partner with companies that do that, because one of the things even, even if you hire in a ton of these content creators and developers and um, you have to still lead them.
1: Oh, yeah, you have definitely. to
0: lead them. So you have to make sure you also hire someone that is a producer or a, uh, a, a software architect. Or a, you know, you you see what I'm saying? You have to hire that person that really knows how to construct the team of resources. So we kind of we alleviate that by kind of saying, like, you don't have to worry about that. That's our problem. That's what we do. And that's what makes our company special. And like, as you mentioned, uh, one of those odd ducks, because it's rare to have a company that can do both sides of it. Uh, whether it's content creation and uh, development at the same time. It's usually usually one or the other. Um, But the other critical piece outside of those two is we actually sit down with you and help you understand and help understand what your needs are. And we help you strategize and talk through what, why the, find out the reason why we're even doing this in the first place.
1: Oh, definitely, and you know, it's, it's some of these projects too are not going to be like you know all one shots. Of course not. I mean, you can't go into the projects that way, thinking that way, because you know sometimes even in the visual effects world, um, let alone probably software too. I mean, you could probably tell me if you agree with this, but you know, the finished product is usually something completely different than what you uh, requested, and it's way better. Than what you Absolutely, could
0: yeah. I mean, and you know, that's you, you hit the nail on the head with that one um, because a lot of the time, um, you know, you, you all, you've always heard, heard of the the um, the expression like just always dream big, you know, like so you always have to kind of dream big and then kind of come back down to the surface. <laughs> so you know, so you're always like, hey, yeah, I want to, I want flying cars. And I want to live like the Jetsons. You know, I want to I want to do that. Is that possible? And we can say, sure, we can do that. But it may yeah, may take a little bit of time and a little bit of money, but we can get there. But do you want to just build a car first and see where we go? Yeah, so that, that way you got
1: some gas for that car.
0: Yeah, then we have to put some gas in it. And then you have to drive that thing around for a little bit. Right? And, and,
1: and then you can come back and be like, hey, you know what? We're ready for phase two. Yeah, let's put
0: <laughs> let's put some thrusters on the back of this thing. Let's, let's go to the, to the moon. moon. Yeah, 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 let's go <laughs> to the moon, man. So like, Definitely. but we have to, you know, sometimes you really have to focus on being realistic and looking at, you know, Uh, Sometimes it starts with experiments. I know one thing that uh, like, especially I know customers, even myself, um, I'm looking at is and like when someone says they need to experiment with something, uh, that's that's like something you don't want to hear. Right. Like, oh, so I have to pay for you to learn something. No, that is not the term. Experimenting means exploring and understanding how your project needs to be put together. So this is one of the biggest tips I can ever give a company that's looking to hire out an agency, whether it's software, whether it's content creation, whether it's anything, it's be open to the, exp- is the discovery. Uh, just really understand, like if a company comes to you and they start giving you pricing for your project straight out of the gate without totally understanding what needs to happen, that's a warning sign.
1: Oh, yeah, could could be a spam.
0: That's a, especially if it's a brand new company that you've never worked with, and you ask them. This is the number one misconceptions that companies do is they go to a company and they say, uh, "I need a quote. I need a quote. Okay, what do you need a quote for? How much is it going to cost? For example, how much is it going to cost to build my website? Okay." Um, I can't really quote you that until I understand what you need. <laughs> so,
1: one pager, two pagers. I want a yeah. hero video. Uh, yeah.
0: Now, if you have that plan, then you can get a quote. But if you come to an agency without what the needs are, you can't expect them to give you a quote. And if a company or an agency, or even a, a freelancer, or anybody that you hire, comes and gives you a quote, even if you went out to some, another service that has a community of freelancers or whatever it may be, and they give you a price, I'm going to 100% guarantee. Okay. I won't say 100. I say 99.8% guarantee that that price is not going to be your final price.
1: Well, it'll be your price for getting you started. Maybe you get like a URL or something, or maybe you get like an, uh, a few previews of what it could be.
0: Right. Or even if, if you get something, um, if someone gives you a fixed price, um, number one, and it's super low, and that the person that you hire, you know you use them to death because you got so much value, they're probably not going to want to work with you anymore.
1: Or they won't. Respond and they'll just drop. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because they're losing money. No one's going to work for free. That's it's just not going to happen. You may get what you want, but, you know, like that person, especially if they do a really good job for you, you're not going to be able to keep using them to that degree. Um, And when they come back around, they're probably going to charge you more money in the long run. So usually our approach is uh, we like to especially for especially custom made projects. We're going to be doing a discovery and we're going to come up with a plan for you. We're going to talk about that, of what the needs are and go down that path um, along, help you go along that journey. So, um, and a lot of these projects, sure, there's going to be some things that, um, you know, we're just going to take care of. But also what's going to be critically important is you're going to have to be involved you're going to have to be involved in the project, especially when it comes down to decisions that you need to make for your company. That no agency and no one can do that for you. Uh, what does it I always say, Katie? Uh, you you can't pay someone to do your pushups for you. Yep, it's for sure. it, it's impossible to do it. So. I mean, you know, could.
1: I mean, you paying? I'll do. Them. But you won't,
0: you won't, yeah, you won't fill it. You won't get any results. I mean, you can pay, you can, you can pay push someone. Ups. Oh, look at all those push-ups. That <laughs> other companies getting super strong and you're in the same position. You're not getting any progress, you know. You're not hurting, but you're also not getting any progress. You're still puny. So.
1: <laughs> it, it kills any agency. I mean, even really bad ones that, you know, will rip you off. I mean, if there's no communication, you killed the project dead literally
0: absolutely
1: um, and, you, and, the, and there's don't be afraid of the agencies or anyone that's working with you I'm not sure it can be a little bit intimidating because um let's say uh you were a film junkie and you had so much money or whatever you know you invested and anyone you went to marvel or something wanted like a little short video made or whatever and um just because you hired a company um that may have like a brand or a big name doesn't mean that your input isn't valuable
0: right your voice like, is the most important because, because if, even though they make you. it
1: it might be horrible and they're like you know what and they take their name off of it they're like i don't want to be a part of this and they're like well that's not what i really wanted and it's like well this is what you were telling us you know and, and it, it sucks that the agencies, you know, some people can try so hard to convey over. And sometimes it takes different people to talk to people to actually figure out what they really need. And that's okay. Although if um, the agency isn't persistent about it and if the client um, is able to, I guess, take down their defensive wall or whatever and then actually just to get personal with the company, um, if you don't have the working um, parts on either side it, it there's just there is no job and that's when you like you need to cut your losses either the agency needs to tell the client hey you know what we're not going to proceed anymore until we have these certain elements because um, this isn't enough for us to do what you have requested and uh, the client side view as well you know I'm not seeing what I why I asked for Um, but you know what could be on my end or their end or you know something's just not and and I just it's just not working out you need to let the agency know your uh concerns because you know the agency might be like you might be talking to them having smiley faces in your emails or on the calls it's like yeah yeah it's fun talking with you yeah they think
0: everything's great right everything is
1: great yeah so if you don't convey your concerns the pros and cons all agencies know that there's always going to be some cons with your pros. That's just how it is. Um, it's and, called you know, feedback. Feedback. Feedback's And important. you know, technology these days. You know, of course, you know a lot of us are leading in technology and or um, application software or visual effects. However, some things are still limited by programs, and Ram. that's when the agency's job is to let you know what the possibilities are and vice versa. And if that's what you're needing, you know, it it just goes in hands with, like you said, communication and there's no communication on either end or it's just one sided. Well, that's a horrible relationship and you shouldn't be in one.
0: (laughs) Well, and and you, you really nailed that. You crushed it when it came down, when it comes down to sometimes there's limitations on technology and consistency. Um, Especially, you know, when we're talking about in the mobile space, and that's something that is a huge misconception where we, we have an episode where we are going to discuss that and talk about, you know, mobile technologies and, you know, how that affects uh, applications and the content that's served on them, you know. So, you know, there's there's barriers and, you know, those are things that we try to um, also uh, educate our customers too, to a certain degree. We help them understand what we know and we, we learn about them. And we also, so that's, that's how we work. We, we teach and we learn. We're on both sides. So we're learning what their needs are and we're talking about what the, what the possibilities are and what can happen. Um, and that fits within their vision, you know? So I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's really critical to be able to communicate on that space to really understand. Um, because when you hire an, an uh, a true agency that knows what they're doing, they're going to they don't have to be like uh snooty and stubborn and um actually I think we're pretty fun, honestly.
1: Yeah, pretty chilled back
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're cool people and you know, but you know, we're not gonna just just sit there and just tell you any what sounds good. Um And have to try to back it up and if it's something that's going to be complicated to produce or, you know, not saying that we can't do anything, we can pretty much do just about anything, Mm -hmm. but we want to be realistic on uh, what the expectations are.
1: Oh, definitely. And, you know, like, like you said, the programs and stuff like that, you know. Sometimes I'm pushing it to, you know, make the biggest and greatest thing. Um, even some of my um, Cokers that are underneath me, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, sure. It might be a little slight little variations, but it might be the next biggest thing and people don't realize it. Like small little changes or little simple things like an applications actually could be, you know,
0: or a little tool,
1: a little tool. Yeah. You just, I just want to do one thing. People don't realize it. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, Things have to be uh, reverse engineered or, you know, even <laughs> no with, uh, visual effects, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we have to research on this type of styles. Like, like, you know, like some of the clients can like give us stuff like show us what they're looking at and wondering what it takes to do that we can let them know what it takes to do that um and then be like well okay is that what you want or did you want to do something similar that's more cost efficient over here that we can do and it will just look that much better or even better because of what you're trying to portray
0: well and and also like hammering on that um sometimes it's not always about just jumping in and just creating something brand new There may be something that exists that we should integrate instead, and it makes more sense. You know, so sometimes there may be something like an existing platform that we need to integrate into and to build something. And, you know, a lot of the time, um, like everything that we do isn't always. uh, it, It is custom in a way, but it's custom fitted to a custom fitted solution or custom tailored for our, our customers, you know, our clients look for certain things and then some. our job is to say, well, that doesn't exist and we have to build it custom or, hey, this is, exists and, you know, it would be more cost effective for us to integrate this or build a bridge to connect two different pieces together.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Um, so so that's, that's our part. That's where we strategize and figure out what is the best solution for what the objective is.
1: Definitely. And and what I like is, like, even when we talk to customers as, you know, Viviscape in general, um, new customers, existing clients, you know, you name it, the list goes down, people inquiring, um, everyone is not, no one is favorited. Um, Everyone's on the same um, level on when we talk to um, everyone's important. It's not just like, well, this one keeps coming back, and we have a retainer with them, and we're going to put them first. Well, no, that, no. I mean, we have a team specifically built for your um, your website, like maintenance retainers. We have people that are um, put on your team, so everyone else is not left behind by just like, one person just dealing with all the stuff like on software for this particular thing. No, we have, we have set out people that um, are, are placed for you that will work well with you.
0: Well, they know your solution
1: and they know your solution. Yeah.
0: And that's why it's important to do it that way. Um, that way, you know that you have the peace of mind knowing that someone is just really understands your business. They understand your solution and and that's part of our job too. Is even if we bring in new developers or new designers, we have to train them. We have to train them on our solutions. If it's an existing customer, they have to be trained and and learn and understand the solution. It's not about just jumping in. They have to understand the customer and understand what the what their expectations are.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, no one's left hanging. So. Right. Um, but yeah, and. I think a lot of companies, um, personal um, experience being in some, that you know, they just don't have enough people hired, or they're afraid to hire more people mm-hmm. to actually handle that. Um, and so there might be one or two people that just handles all the clients, and so they have to literally prioritize who they want to work with, um, and have to manage it within you know the the time that they're allowed to work. Um, right. sometimes it's almost mind numbing to, for any software um, engineer or visual effects person in that um, scenario because you feel bad as a, as a worker um, that you can't put out more than 210% for them um, because you only have so many hours you can work in a day uh, for the clients you're given. But as in, you know, in um we have people set for that. So when any order comes in or anything like that, um, for changing on a website or, um, they need us to look at a video or re-edit some, something, right. um, it, it's, it's easier for us to actually make sure that their stuff gets done right away.
0: Right. Yeah. The, everyone's typically at the top of the, at top of the queue, oh, yeah, definitely. you know, so, and that's why we have to, um, you know, there's, and everything is considered a project, whether it's a, you know, uh, change in content on a page or whatever. Um, that's how we look at it. Whether even our maintenance, you know, our maintenance is considered the same way, you know? So if we look at, uh, especially if you have a new idea, then that's really anytime you have a new idea, there's probably going to have to have some kind of discussion to talk about it because we have to understand what's in your mind and how it's going to affect um either an existing platform or something new that we're going to create. Um, so we have to definitely go through that process.
1: What I think uh, most people don't realize about our company too is that you know, um, even though it's just you and me talking right now, uh, we have other people that are remotely is uh, that we have set to our clients and yeah we're just uh, speaking for them you know yeah you and i I, though sometimes we'll have to go on a job site here and there so if we don't email or call you right away that's probably because we saw the notification but we're in midst of filming a production or uh drone flying and arthur can't look at his phone right now because uh he has like a drone in the sky and has to make sure it doesn't hit a plane
0: Yeah. Or hit anybody on the ground. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, um, that's the kind of the approach. Um, I'm really hands on with like, pretty much everything that the company does. And I think that it's, I'm not, I'm not a micromanager, but I like really like to understand what we're doing and where we're going. And I think that it's important to, Just really understand, especially on our projects, uh, the direction that we're taking. And like Katie mentioned before, is when working with uh, like the drone stuff, you know, I am a certified drone pilot. I like to go out to projects sometimes and, you know, um, just really understand uh, what's being shot. And I can fly to you and the customers a lot of the time they feel good about that as well because they know, hey, I'm there. And we're able to uh, also bond at the same time and have fun, you know? So, um, so we, we like to be uh, productive, but at the same time, we like to have a good time doing it as well. Cause we love what we do and that's important. And that's how our teams are built out. That's why we have a diverse set of skill sets and different members of our team that focus on certain areas because they love what they do. They love what they do. And if you don't love what you do, you shouldn't be doing it.
1: No, you shouldn't.
0: And I mean, there's some things that we don't, we lo- we, we may not like doing sometimes, but it's not going to be something on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like minute things. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. or, uh, yeah. So like, if you have happy workers, you're going to be a, a very productive company. If you have an unhappy worker because they had a midlife crisis or they're just changing and then you realize they don't want to continue that career choice anymore, then, you know, Talk to them about it. Maybe there's something within the company that they want to change to. You know, who really knows unless you actually talk to your your uh, um, your coworkers as well um, and your employees. And if if you don't have a strong tie with your employees as you do your clients and your customers, um, that can really cripple your company big time. Right. Um, because you know your your employees are your foundation. You know, you built the company up, you made the base, but if your employees fall, you fall. It just, the foundation goes away, so that the whole building collapses.
0: Sounds kind of violent there, but...
1: Well, you know, I could say splat there. That's better. Funny. That's yeah. way better.
0: Now I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, I think that's a, I think that's a, a that's a wrap for our first episode. Um, I know we talked your ear off a little bit, but we wanted just to provide a little foundation of, you know, who we are, what we do, and kind of give you an idea of what we're going to be talking about. Just um, really diving in and talking about some really high level topics and low level topics and how um, we can serve you. Um, so listen, Keep an eye out and ear out for the next episode as we continue on on how custom-made is producing uh, results for your your company. And I think that's it. Anything else you have for for them, Katie?
1: I mean, not this episode. Hold it back. Hold it back. I'm I'm holding (laughs) back on so much knowledge on uh, design and visual effects. Oh, hold it back. Hold it back. I, I know I'm holding oh, I need more coffee, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think we did okay for covering to help people understand uh, um, exactly what we're going to be talking about in the future. And, and we'll, we'll love to hear your guys' feedbacks. Of course um, we'd love to have you guys come back. And if there's anything topics that you think that you want to, us to talk about more, definitely. I mean, you know, it's like communication, right? If you're an entrepreneur and you want to make your own company, if there's a question, because, I mean, Arthur himself, he is an entrepreneur. He made this company. So even from the basic building blocks, yeah, don't hesitate. Um, write down your questions. Send it to us. Um, we'd be more than willing to answer your questions because a lot of the experiences that we both had. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have to hit those, you know, low points and then you can only have high points
0: or we'll let you know about those low points. So you're more prepared to deal with them Definitely, (laughs) because they're going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. You have to know how to adapt. So, you know, that's, so those are the things we want to cover too. And, you know, our goal is to really help businesses out and, and also those that are, you know, even if, if you are a a company or agency or someone starting out, that's doing something similar to what we're doing. You know, we want to be able to help you um, out too by maybe just some of our experiences that we've um, run into over the years. Well, that concludes the the show. Um, Let us know, respond, click in the links below wherever you find your media and let us know what you want to see next. Thanks, and
1: Bye-bye.